This is Nick, owner of the Rum Runners, two-time ship champion. We appreciate you listening to the North Side Story Podcast. All right, it's Friday. I don't even know the date. Dude, these days are flying by. Uh, Friday, October 21st. It's Blake, the Cat Miller here. Normally, I'm joined by Safhan Baki, uh, owner of LA Bash Bros, but he's going out to Vegas this weekend. He's going to that emo fest. So he he was messaging me, and he was saying, hey, uh, why don't we just go out to buy a week? And I said, I didn't actually tell him. I just said to myself, like, no. These people in the Northside League, uh, North Side League Fantasy Football League, they tune in every single week to listen to a podcast twice a week, and I couldn't just not put out a podcast. So I enlisted a previous interviewee, Phil Okamoto, owner of – I don't even know what your team name is now. Phil, oh, no, yeah, Gosa Forte. Phil, how are you doing? Uh, not too bad. and Enjoying the, the two dubs that Kenny Pickett got me. Um, but, yeah, not too bad. Yeah, so I have Phil with me today. And we're going to go over all the matchups for week seven. We talked about it a little bit off air, but we'll dive really into it. We'll talk about Phil's, all of Phil's juicy matchups. Um, we're going to have a little surprise at the end because we don't have Baki here uh, for Baki bets this week. But Phil and I are going to have a little something juicy for you at the end, so stick around. But let's get into the matchups. All right, first matchup. The cat claws up. Oh, I need my soundboard, but it's all right. We're on the fly here today. Cat claws up five and one, taking on House Targaryen two and four. So Phil, I think when we were interviewing you last, that was when Steph, I think, was like two and zero oh or two and one or something, and we were talking up. I was talking up her team as like the best team, but man, her team is falling apart. Absolutely. Have you kept tabs on her team and seen the uh, the collapse I, of House Targaryen? I have because I, I I mean I don't have the stats in front of me, but. I think she still has is top two or three in the league as far as points. Uh, she just gets bad beats. Uh, you know, I, she she knows the feeling uh, of even a fifth of a point uh, will 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 lose you the matchup. Uh, she knows from experience, but she. she yeah, she she got that big head start. Loses uh, Jonathan Taylor, still held on to him. Let's see how he does. But uh, yeah, he, uh, she was my pick. If, if yeah, if I remember, I mean, this matchup. No, you right picked here, me. You picked me out of silliness. You said that yeah. I was well, well, writing. Look, and here, here's the matchup. This is the matchup I want to see. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see if if Jonathan Taylor uh, does anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so fact checking on what you're saying. So Steph's lost her last three, last three uh, weeks. She is second place in points four. She is just uh, looks like thirteen points behind Trey as number one in the league. And I think that's all attributed uh, her points four is just Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson had those uh, three, four straight weeks this season where he just went crazy, uh, went crazy. But yeah, you mentioned it. Jonathan Taylor has been in and out of the lineup. This would be a good matchup, I think, for Indianapolis against Tennessee. That first game against Tennessee, they got nothing going. Matt Ryan was just an absolute shell of himself. If I watched that last game uh, between the Colts and the Jaguars, I would be excited about that offense, and I feel like 
if you can get Matt Ryan to be the kind of Matt Ryan of, of old and kind of move the offense, Jonathan Taylor should open it up. They're not going to stack the box, but interdivision game, that's going to be a tough one. Cowboys defense against Detroit. I feel like that's going to be one of those sneaky defenses that can pop off for like 12, 12, 13 points. that can kind of win you, win you a week against that Detroit offense with Deandre Swift coming back might pump the brakes a little bit on that, but still good, a good matchup here. And I think for this matchup against my team, we go back to it with Steph's team. It's Tyler Lockett and it's Mike Williams, two very boomer bust wide receivers. Tyler Lockett, uh, primarily uses the deep threat. Uh, primarily uses the deep threat for Seattle. Geno Smith has been a way better quarterback this year, so I think a lot of people were sour on Tyler Lockett heading into the year, but there has been some consistency with that offense. That offense isn't as bad, but still, Tyler Lockett is still every week you don't know what you're going to get, and Mike Williams is on top of that too. It's going to be kind of exciting that they're both playing against each other. Uh, if Keenan Allen is in the game, he might get the assignment of that hot rookie that already has like, four interceptions, five interceptions. But uh, I feel like Keenan Allen is in the game. It kind of opens it up for Mike Williams. But I, I mean, personally thinking, I think uh, if if Mike Williams can kind of pop off and get a couple touchdowns, maybe that's going to be her chance. But we'll, we'll, we'll make the final assessment who we like in this matchup. But looking at her roster, Phil, and checking out the bench, do you think she needs – do you think that uh, she needs to make any changes? Uh, I just wanted to touch on a few things. Um, I'm looking at her team and I don't understand how she has that she's there. You made the the point of Lamar Jackson, but aside from that, I mean, I don't, uh, again, I'm like I said, pre before the show, I'm speaking out of ignorance, but, uh, I don't see who could have all boomed at the same time, but yeah, uh, I, I'd say what I what I like is the Cowboys defense. Now they're gonna they're they're probably gonna give up some points, uh, just because you know uh, Detroit's coming off a bye. Uh, Swift is uh is back, uh, or might be back. Uh, Amon Ra, all those guys, but the Cowboys will get sacks and they will get turnovers. Um, so. She's gonna have to sacrifice the points side of the of the, that defense, but they they can definitely get out uh, after the quarterback. And props to her for holding on to Jonathan Taylor. You know, it, it, to me that that was uh, probably the thing that was holding her back. But if he once he gets you know this week, next week, once he gets to full health and has that backfield all to himself, then then all these points would make sense. Uh, And then uh, you you kind of touched on Mike Williams kind of being a boomer bust. Uh, With Keenan Allen coming back uh, or possibly coming back. uh, Yeah, that, that takes, that takes the, the wide receiving. uh, He's the uh, wide receiver one. Uh, You got Austin Eckler, which is essentially wide receiver two. Uh, and then you got Mike Williams, who's a big play guy, mm-hmm. or he's just a, a 50-50 ball guy. But as far as sub uh, substitutions and adjustment, adjustments she needs to make, I'm looking down. I don't see much uh, that I like. Um, 
but uh, yeah, she's playing the best squad that 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 she has put together. I I just think the theme with Steph's team is that she's got a great team, like you mentioned. She's just been unlucky. She's second place in points. She is leading points uh, against her by more than thirty points. Just unlucky, but. Yep. She keeps a team. She's smart keeping Jonathan Taylor around. Things will turn around. Good teams will end up winning at the end. All right, let's go over to my team. We're recording this on Friday. Uh, Arizona already played. Arizona won 42-34. Uh, big blowout game that Arizona needed, but Kyler, this didn't translate. But as a Kyler Murray owner, I am excited having DeAndre Hopkins. He got 100 yards, uh, 100 yards, 10 catches, 2 D-hop. So give me, give me a couple more weeks. That offense hopefully should be cooking at – a, a way higher clip than we've seen this this uh, early in the season. But where are those rushing yards for that? Uh, I'm still waiting for that for Tyler Murray. I'm still waiting for that rushing touchdown score. But uh, I'm 5-1. I've been treading water. been getting a little lucky. Uh, kind of the opposite of, of Steph. But it's fantasy football. It is what it is. No, I've been I've been crying on these airwaves for the last three weeks uh, for someone to take Najee Harris and I feel like maybe this is going to be the matchup against Miami. Not a, a terrifying defense. They blitz a lot. Uh, so there may be some holes to be open for Kenny Pickett to kind of hit Najee out in the flat or uh, for like screen passes, especially if that pass rush is going to be getting to him. But, man, I'm uh, having him in my flex spot, I'm totally one of those of the owners that he is my number three running back on my team right now. Brees Hall kind of catapult him rather quickly. But if I can get some sort of game out of Najee Harris, um, either to instill confidence uh, in me to start him week after week, or if I can get a big game where I can maybe flip into an owner like Phil, who we got on a little bit early to talk about trades here with uh, Najee. But where you've you've talked about it uh, in personal chat, Phil, about Najee Harris, but why don't you let the people of the uh, show know, what are your thoughts on Najee Harris currently, and what do you expect out of him for the rest of the season? I, uh, I believe he's failed to go over twelve points. Uh, he's either a good day for him is meeting his projection uh, so far, um, but with Kenny Pick with the switch to Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett's he has one touchdown. Who is it to? Najee Harris. Uh, he, you know, he's a rookie QB, and a rookie QB's best friend is you know. Uh, a solid running back that can catch. Uh, I think it might be just check down city uh, and Najee just racking up those, those, uh, those catches, maybe not yards, but um, he still is the number one back uh, in that uh, uh, backfield. Uh, so yeah, not, you know, I, I, we, yeah, we were talking about trades um Strictly because I want to, I want some sort of stack uh, with uh, my boy Kenny Pickett, uh, who's you know carrying my team, uh, and Najee Harris seems to be on the you know decline. Brees Hall clearly a, a running back strong too, possibly running back one, but you got Nick Chubb. Um, but yeah, as far as your running backs. Uh, Najee Harris seems to be the third best one, like you mentioned. Yeah, I just uh, I'm still even at five and one, like I mentioned. I I don't feel like a confident five and one. We mentioned in the last episode Jake's big trade, shaking up his team. It's a team that's right behind me, looking to catch up. So 
I'm going to say it again. If you're interested, send me some trades. Uh, let's go just kind of quickly over my team. Uh, a lot of games on the road. I don't know if that means much really to me. Uh, Cleveland's coming off a tough game against the Patriots. I, I do not see Nick Chubb being uh, stifled as he was this previous week against the Patriots. I feel like he's going to get it back with Baltimore. Brees Hall. I'm still unsure about Brees Hall. I know that progressively the last couple weeks that he's been making a little positive movement in terms of him being more evolved, getting in the passing game. He had last game, he just broke one off for like 70 yards. A lot of big chunk plays. I have to put him in my lineup. There's no way I'm not going to put him in my lineup, but um, I'm definitely feeling offers for Brees Hall and Najee Harris because I want to get that upgrade. Uh, my upgrade that I want to try to address is that Michael Pittman. I'm very excited about his output last week, getting 14 catches or 17 targets. But I, as much as I think that with uh, Matt Ryan getting some time in that offense, Jonathan Taylor being back, that that offense will improve and that Michael Pittman will kind of cash in on the number two wide receiver. But uh, I feel like on my team that I'm missing out on that solid punch in the wide receiver two spot. But I like my team. I feel like I got the, the matchups that I want, even in this kind of uh, this bye week. I kind of I got my guys back. Devontae Adams is back off by. I don't have to worry about uh, my running back situation, even with Devin Singletary on the on on by this week. But I like my team. Any uh, anything you want to touch up on any of those points I made about Brees or Pittman? Uh, Brees is hands down in the next color couple weeks going to be an rb1 so you you automatically have two rb1s right there so you're you're fine on running backs uh Devontae adams is Devontae adams uh and like you said Pittman, uh uh, J- uh jonathan taylor back fully healthy Hi- i'm just hypothetically jonathan taylor uh, back fully healthy playing against tennessee do you think what do you think his uh, Kenny or uh, Michael Pittman's uh, projection would be? Currently, it's twelve. I, uh, I don't know. It, it's hard with it's hard with uh, wide receivers predicting what their output is will be score wise. But how about for targets? Me, okay, so that's what I was gonna go to. So for me, I kind of look at give me take out the take out his highest output, take out his lowest output, and then. We'll see where I am in the middle. Uh, lowest this year, he's had six. Highest he's had is 16. Uh, so he's had three games, eight, nine, 13. I expect that every week. I expect 10 targets, 10, at least 10 targets every week. Uh, I, I know with the emergence of Alec Pierce being more of a downfield threat, uh, maybe that takes a little bit in, but Alec Pierce is still a rookie. Uh, we saw that big touchdown last week where they used him as just a one-on-one out, outside uh, threat. But that was opened up by how much they they use Kenny or they use Pittman up the middle. So I feel like this offense can hopefully click by knowing that everything opens up when you run it through Pittman in terms of having him having defense sit back and watch the pass. So I I I'm, I I think this week we'll get a full. Uh, I think Jonathan Taylor hits his projections. I think Michael Pittman hits his projections. I think. Uh, Indy wins that game, and I think this is we'll see a, a complete output from the Colts offense that people were excited about once Matt Ryan signed. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's go over the matchups real quick. Who do who do you like, Phil? 
Uh, I like. I'm I'm gonna say uh, your squad uh, again. Okay. Uh, Stephanie, I don't know how she has so many points. It confuses me. I'm looking at the squad, and I I'm going one by one. Who do I like better? And uh, your 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 squad takes it. So. All right, I'm I'm gonna go with my squad too. I I think my wide receiver is gonna crush Jalen Waddle and Tyler Lockett this week. I think that's just a huge mismatch. And my running backs, I besides Kyler Murray and and Lamar Jackson, uh, that matchup I think across the board I got better matchups than her. So let's just hope yeah. that my team pulls through and the cat, and I'm taking the cat in this one. <laughs> I'm ready to tear Nick fucking apart. And on that note, we're gonna we're gonna do the Ronnie B matchup. Phil's fired up about this one. So we have uh, Rum Runners versus uh, Phillips. Uh, like I mentioned, it's the last time I'm gonna mention. I promise. We're recording this on Friday. The uh, Saints game already happened. Chris Olave already uh, roaring out to a four point, uh, fourteen point uh, start. So Nick's fired up about uh, Nick's team. No, Phil is fired up about Nick's team. So Phil, I'm not. We're not even gonna go over. I'm not going to even set it up. I just want you to just dive into Nick's team. Uh, again, uh, he, he's got the, the, the stack with, or if you want to call it a stack with Aaron Rodgers and uh, Aaron it's a kid. It's a kid's meal. A yeah. stack is like a big burger. Okay. This is a kid's all right, meal. All right. All right. Well, he, he's got two, uh, two people on Green Bay, which I think Green Bay will eventually wake up. Uh, and they're playing a tomato cans. Uh, in the the Redskins, They're, they will always be the Redskins to me. Whoa, Phil, I'm gonna have to censor that. All right, they're fine. called the Commies. The Commies, fine. The Commies. All right. Uh, McCaffrey just got traded. Uh, breaking news. Uh, I I don't think he play or if he plays, it's gonna be strictly goal line. Uh, and yeah, that, that I mean, I mean, I think Brandon Ayuk uh, gains the most from this trade uh and he did he yeah and he went off last week and i couldn't believe that nick had him on his bench i was shocked so now okay yeah uh starters okay Taysom hill's also on the bench uh nick did not get the fortune of starting him even though he only had nine points he went over his projections but in the tight end Tight end landscape, Nick has been struggling all year trying to get a healthy Darren Waller out in the field. It looks like Darren Waller is going to be out again this week. So if Nick would have known that before that Thursday matchup, that would have definitely been a benefit to him. But, nope, he's rolling out Noah Fant this year. Uh, Amari Cooper, ex-Cowboy great, still on his roster. I feel like every week he has low projections. But against uh, against Baltimore, I think he will cash in yet again because I think this is a game where Cleveland wakes up. And let's talk about Phillips' team here. Phillips' team, man, that trade went through really quick. I'm just noticing now that the White Walkers has CeeDee Lamb in his starting lineup. That's I wonder who the commission is in this league. But I digress. Uh, Phillips' team's rolling out. Geno Smith. Geno Smith is projection for 20 points. Yeah. Holy moly. What a, what, a, what a shocking revelation that is. We got Geno Smith projected to outpace Aaron Rodgers this week. Now you said a cake matchup for Aaron Rodgers. Who do you think who do you think has more points this week? Geno Smith on the road against the Chargers or Aaron Rodgers on the road against Aaron the Rogers. Commanders? 
Rogers. Oh wow. Okay. Yep. All right. Hands out. Hands down. Well, you hate the Commanders, so that makes sense. That's just a bad team. It's a rival there, so it makes no, sense. No, they're they're, they're toma- uh, oh, actually, no. The game script might be, might flip it. Uh, uh, I'll stick with Rogers. I'll, I'll okay. stay with that. All right. I think they're going to blow yeah. him out. So both him and Aaron Jones are going to have a good good week. Lock it in. Okay. Lock it in. All right, and then uh, kind of going down his team: Derek Henry, Kenneth Walker. In terms of two running backs, that's I think Fantastic. that vaulted up. I think that vaults up to like some of the, the the two scariest running back combos you can have in this league. I think I think we were very high. Uh, Jake and I were very high on the Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones stack. I think as we started the season, but with that Green Bay offense kind of slipping a little bit, and now with Christian McCaffrey more on, uh, now on a better team, where I don't think he'll be as heavily utilized. I think is I think his attempts now and his and his targets are going to go down, but they're going to be more efficient, more areas for him to roll into the uh, to the end zone. But I, there is a little bit of a hit. I think him going to San Francisco, but uh, blindly guessing here, I think Derrick Henry, Kenneth Walker, now are the top like that duo is the number one running back duo uh, in the league. Zeke, a lot of Cowboys here. Uh, do you like this matchup for the Cowboys? He's got C.D. Lamb and Zeke. Again, I think this is going to be a high high scoring uh, game. Uh, Dak really hasn't had a whole uh, lot of rapport with CD in, in any of the games that they've played. Uh, statistic I, I heard today that CD has only played like half of his career with Dak uh, in the lineup. Uh, Zeke, Tony, to me, Tony Pollard should be running back number one on Dallas. Uh, Zeke just doesn't he he doesn't look to. He doesn't look for the end zone uh, on the handoffs. He lo- he's looking for about five yards. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, CD has a possibility of going off, but Dak with that thumb, uh, they might play conservative and go Zeke with the uh, uh, Zeke uh, and the running game. I hope they do. Um, but uh, I can see that CD can go, can come, can. can It'll be a slow start. Not, okay. th- not this week. And I was a week late on my projection on Eno Benjamin. Eno, Eno Benjamin for Arizona looked really good in that uh, Thursday night game against the Saints. He pulled out 21 points. Oh, I hate I hate looking at your lineup when you have Thursday night guys and you left someone on the bench. It's just an absolute pain. But Chris Olave uh, came through, beat his projection. So... We got this matchup, White Walkers, Ronnie B. Who do you like, Phil? Uh, again, going side by side. Uh, I'm looking at that McCaffrey, and, and it really depends on whether he plays. I'm going to say he doesn't play. Nick and I have a little side bet going on. Uh, but... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with White Walkers with the with the upset. I mean, they're both they're both. I don't know what their their records are if they're both below 500. Um, but uh, I'm going with the White Walkers on this one. Yeah, see, I talked about uh, Phillips trade, and I know that there's some people, and there's some people in this podcast yes. that disagree with my analysis here. But 
he hadn't made a move with that Hollywood Brown injury to make sure that he wins this week and next week so he can stay in competition. And given his lineup here, the biggest question mark I have, I mean, Robert Tanya, I don't even care about the tight ends. The tight ends are so bad this year. But I felt like the biggest question mark coming in was Chris Olave uh, with all the injuries and that uh, New Orleans offense, who's throwing in the ball. I feel like now that I'm assessing this matchup, knowing that Chris Olave hit 14 points, I'm taking Phillips' team just off of the absolute slam dunks that Derrick Henry and Kenneth Walker are going to be in these matchup. I think it's going to be a tough game for the Chargers. Uh, Seattle looks good. They run the ball well. And uh, CeeDee Lamb and Zeke against that Detroit offense or Detroit defense. No, I just I like the matchups for Phillips' team more than anything. And I'm with you. I, I don't. I think they run Christian McCaffrey out there. I think they, I think he does play. I don't see why they wouldn't hold him out. Even if he's out there just to be a decoy, I think they get him out there. I don't see him hitting that projection. Yeah. I see him at eight points. Yeah. Go ahead. uh, Yeah. I I see him if they're inside the, the 10 or the five, where it's just hand him the ball go. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That I I can see that happening. Um, Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Um, but this late in the week, uh, let's see, they play, yeah, they play Sunday. Um, if it was Monday, then it it might be different, but yeah, I, I only see his carries or touches mostly just basic, get, give him the ball, go do your thing, get five yards, get in the end zone. Yeah. And I agree with you there. So. I'm also taking Phillips with this matchup, so we both take Phillips, and that's gonna be a it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun matchup to watch. Let's see if Phillips trades uh, carry through, and let's see what Christian McCaffrey does potentially in this first week. All right, so we have quarterback sneaks uh, two and four Shane's team versus Team Mercier, still yet to change the name. Uh, with three and three, uh, and that is Sam's team. Uh, just going over, we'll, we'll stay with Stan, uh, Sam, uh, Matt Ryan, who had a great game, uh, last week. Let's see if that'll carry over. She gets back her tight end and one of the best receivers in fantasy with, uh, Amon Ra. Uh, she's got Jamar Chase, who I think is gonna pop up. I mean, he already did, but I think he's gonna, cons- uh, he's gonna keep that consistency, uh, Mike Evans, I have no real opinion on, uh, but prison uh, Mike, yeah, prison Mike, uh, yeah, but you know, Clyde Edwards Alaire, by all means, if you want to keep him in there, doesn't matter to me. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, Blake, yeah, what do you think? I, I'm, I scroll down to the bench, and Damian Harris has a projection line. Is he? Is he playing this week? Uh oh. Let me let me click on that. Looks like he may be playing this week. Uh, Phil, we'll talk about that with your matchup. We haven't got yeah. there yet, but let's just stay focused on on here. Uh, the quarterback carousel continues for Team Mercier. Matt Ryan, her new starting quarterback, she has just been struggling to find some, uh find consistency with that. Kirk Cousins started last week, he had a pretty decent week, but now he's on bye. I. If, if Damian Harris plays, man, that's tough, though, because he's coming off an injury. Who knows how involved he's going to be and with how good Ramondre Stevenson has been. But 
if he is playing and he's healthy and all indications that he's going to get a somewhat normal workload, I I hope for Sam. I don't think she listens to the podcast. She should because her team should would be like five and one with me if she if she was. But take Clyde out of that lineup. We saw last week how brutal of uh, uh, a fantasy contributor Clyde Edwards Hilaire can be given how minimal of an involvement he has in this offense. Very small touch count. Uh, there are weeks where they don't even look at him in the past game. He's he is not what you drafted him as. Playing San Francisco. I San Francisco has a really good defensive line. There you go. Uh, they they struggled. They have struggled against the pass. I think that's where KC kind of destroys them. Uh, Mahomes is really good. Mahomes is really good against the blitz, and I just think he'll they'll take it if there's a strong enough pass rush. I think I don't think Clyde's going to be Clyde will not hit projections. I will. I will bet my apartment on it. Sorry, Dana. Uh, little side, little uh, under the covers. I well, it'll sorry. If we'll you probably lose. lose it. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry if we lose. Uh, little under the covers here with Sam's team. Um, I've been talking to her a ton about trades, and I can put it out there now because she canceled it. But I did send her a trade for uh, Brees Hall, uh, Brees Hall for Amon Ross St. Brown, and that was a no go. Uh, you got to try, Phil. No, no, you got to try. I, 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 you know, she's three and three. If she was lower, then I, I, in her, if I were in her place, I'd take that. Uh, just because you got Jamar Chase, and you, you have a, you have a better wide receiving core. Uh, yeah, than, than, I just thought I thought Chris that would Mike. help out with. Yeah, I would so, thought that would help out with Clyde. So I, I felt I like Clyde is her bigger weakness. I think because she's three and three, she's sitting tight. Yeah, and that's what she said to me. So uh, there's no problem with that. There's no problem with that. I, as much as I like to strong arm people to do trades with me, at the end of the day, uh, I believe in consent. If you say no, I'm gonna let go. That was we might have to air that bleep that out. All right, uh, Phil, what do you like with uh, QB sneaks? With QB sneaks, uh, what I like. Um... I think I well <laughs> I don't uh, yeah. here we go. How about this? How, we saw we we saw Latavius Murray oh, oh, I, last I, I, week. I'm, go I'm, ahead. I'm just I'm reading I'm reading the names real quick. Uh, this this is gonna be a rough one, man. Um, David Montgomery. I don't know about that. Yeah, Latavius Murray. That's a stretch. maybe seven years ago. Uh, Debo Samuel, maybe Christian McCaffrey eats into his work. Maybe that if he frees plays. him up more. I don't know. George Kittle, that'll definitely uh, McCaffrey definitely will help George Kittle. I, he, George Kittle's been a disappointment uh, this year. Um, you know, Dante Johnson, go off for me, baby, because that means Kenny Pickett went off. Yeah. Um, DJ Moore, DJ Moore. I mean, that team's just having a fire sale. Uh, yeah. You know. So, I already made my decision. Mercier. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me let me dive into his team. Let me okay. put a little stuff. Right. So, sorry. Sorry. But... It's okay. It's all right. Uh, Latavius Murray. Uh, I am interested to see. I know after that Denver game wasn't a pretty game at all, but uh, first game playing for the Broncos, he was the workhorse. Uh, he outpaced, uh, outtouched, and outpaced uh, Melvin Gordon in that backfield. I saw reports that Melvin Gordon was a little upset. Had to talk to coach after. So I'd be interested to see 
what that split is against this Jets team. This Jets team's good. It's a good defense. We saw uh, how they pretty much handled the Packers. So that's still a bad matchup. But Latavius Murray only cashes in if he can have that same workload that he had last week. David Montgomery against uh, New England. We just watched Nick Chubb and that – we just saw Nick Chubb and that uh, Browns offense just get absolutely stifled. Bill Belichick loves, even though uh, Justin Fields is not a rookie, but Bill, Bill Belichick absolutely destroys not like confident quarterbacks. And Justin Fields has been everything less than confident this year. I uh, New England's going to win big this week. And we saw it because people were paying money to uh, pick up their defense during this waiver wire. So, I David Montgomery, I, I struggle to see much merit him falling in. I, I, I struggle to see him hitting that projection. He's only hitting that projection uh, if he breaks one. But, man, he's got he's to gotta get lucky. Maybe that defense shows up, turns over Mac Jones, who's going to be making his return this week. But I'm with you. Looking at the lineup, it's, it's, pretty, gro- it's pretty gross here. George I'm- Kittle... I mean, DJ Moore, gross. I mean, what, what I see in the projections don't show it, but uh, or aren't always correct. But I see she has or he has uh, Naeem Hines, uh, who's right behind Jonathan Taylor. If Jonathan Taylor doesn't play, you know, uh, on Sunday, throw in Naeem Hines for 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 one for one of those. In my in in my opinion. Um, yeah, I th- and I think ironically, the... Sam has uh, Melvin Gordon on her bench, uh, yeah. who is projected to have the same amount of points as uh, as Murray. So uh, Melvin Gordon is one fumble away from just being gone. Uh, and yeah, I think Melvin Gordon has had that moniker. He's one fumble away f- ever since he was drafted by the Chargers. Because that guy is the most frustrating guy. I don't care if his projections, I don't care if his projections twenty five points. I'm never starting Melvin Gordon. I'm never drafting him. I'm never putting him on my team. No, thank you. Okay, you made your point pretty clear. You like Sam's team here. Is that no. correct? No. Or, no. Or, or yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah you're taking Sam's Ooh. team. Ooh, uh, close one. I don't think. Oh my god, they're doing trash can outside my apartment right now. Apartment living sucks. I don't think. A Shane breaks a hundred this week, and I know the projections are are whatever. And there's weeks where it can be ninety three, and then he hits for one hundred twenty. But I haven't made this call yet with any team yet because I feel like not hitting over a hundred is like pretty rare. But with this lineup that he's rolling out now, anything can change. Like you mentioned, Jonathan Taylor, maybe a late scratch or whatever. But I do not see, I do not see them breaking 100 this week. So yeah, and I don't see Sam. I don't see Sam absolutely crushing it this week either. I the Dallas matchup against uh, for Detroit. I don't see TJ. Uh, I don't see TJ just ripping off that game. I Matt Ryan, as much as uh, as a Michael Pittman owner, I want to see the same kind of offense that we had last week. I don't. He's definitely not going to repeat it. He's going to take a step back. I think this one, this matchup's going to be very close. And I think it's going to be, my guess, this matchup's going to be like a 10. I see Sam hitting 107. I see a Shane at like 96, 97. Yeah. And after after looking at it, uh, quarterback sneaks, uh, they just got bit in the ass in the 
for the bye week. Um, yeah. I mean, no Justin Jefferson. There goes, what, a potential, you know, 25 burger plus. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts. I mean, you're downgrading to Derek Carr. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think that, that might be why uh, his team looks so awful to me right now. Yeah, it is what it is. It's bye weeks. It happens, and you got to adjust. And I don't think QB Sneaks has the pieces to win this out. So we're both taking Sam here. Okay, so the next matchup that we have is the notorious three and three Trey's team, and then we got the Fischl Boys four and two uh, with Brian's team. Uh, the first thing that stands out to me is the battle of the goat versus the potential future goat. We got Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. Uh, not 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 in the game sense, but uh, fantasy wise, uh, they both uh, have excellent running backs. Uh, Alvin Kamara, because we are recording this on Friday, Alvin Kamara has already played, didn't hit his projections, but still had a good output. Um, so let let's go over Brian's team real quick. Uh, Mahomes, Kamara, uh, Damian Pierce, uh, DK Metcalf, Jerry Judy, uh, Travis Kelsey. There's a stack. Um, that's a stack. Yeah, and then George Pickens. What do you thought? What do you think about that? Well, you call Tom Brady the goat. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say. Well, Patrick Mahomes is the baby goat, but you a baby goat is a baby goat is called a kid. So, we'll yeah. tuck that one away. Uh, <laughs> let's tie that up. Pa- uh, Patrick Mahomes outscores Tom Brady. That's not revolutionary. That's not whatever. But in this little sneaky, this little matchup, give me Patrick Mahomes. But Brian's team. The constant knock on Brian's team is his wide receivers. It's DK Metcalf. It's Jerry Judy. And it's George Pickens because George he's been rolling out George Pickens these past couple weeks. It is not a sexy option. Phil's excited about his matchup uh, with Kenny Pickett against Miami. Miami has given up the most points to the quarterback this season. Brian, George, hit me up gotta be a, Pickens anytime you want. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be a beneficiary to that, and George George Pickens is definitely one of the options. But I see a better option on his bench this week. I like Robert Woods. Robert Woods has finally started to get into that offense. Uh, their rookie wideout, why well, I'm blanking on his name, I don't care because the rookie wideouts this year have been meh. Robert Woods has been a decent option. I would throw do- uh, Robert Woods in there besides George Pickens. Besides that, he doesn't have much options. I don't think he makes the change uh, for Zay Jones for Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy is just one of those options that you're very frustrated by his performance this year, but you keep rolling him out because you know the talent's there. It's just getting him the ball. Getting him the ball has been the hardest issue and getting him involved in the offense. And it hurts when you have a quarterback like Russ who has just been absolutely struggling. He's he has a new injury now every single week, hiding up for his poor play. But I'm with Brian in his decision to keep him in the lineup because, A, he needs it. He doesn't have much better options behind him. But uh, I, I I sense a frustration with him. And uh, with DK Metcalf, horrible game last week for Seattle. Uh, but I think – I don't think I don't think Chargers defense is, uh, is really that great. I can say that here uh, because – Phil doesn't watch Charger games, and if I said that to Jake, Jake would have gone through this whole monologue about how great the Chargers are. But J.C. Jackson sucks, 
that was some big signing for them. Have this lockdown corner. He's been like PFF grade, like one of the worst corners in the league. So if I'm a DK Metcalf owner as a number one wideout for that team, and I get matched up with JC Jackson all day, he's, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna go off. Uh, but just for me, it's Jerry Judy and uh, Jerry Judy and that George Pickens kind of slot. That's the only thing I'm worried about. And uh, I guess Daniel Carls Daniel Carlson's a beast, but. That's that's all I got on official boys. Um, is there anything you have there, or do you want to move on to Notorious? I'm just wondering whether uh, Walker's gonna help Metcalf or not help help him. We'll, I don't know. We'll see I how think... that goes. But just touching on Jerry Judy, everyone's ditching everybody on Denver except for Sutton, maybe. Yep. But like you look on the bench, uh, he's got Boone. Uh, everyone's either benching or cutting everybody from Denver. So maybe they're cursed uh, and then, you know, you know, find some way to lift the curse. But uh, yeah. I think they need to sacrifice Russell Wilson. That would break the curse, but Oof. we don't endorse that here on this podcast, but notorious. Well, you won't have to pay him that contract. Go. That's true. Maybe it'll be beneficial. Notorious gets Keenan Allen back. Now, we talked about it with the Mike Williams uh, matchup that Keenan Allen healthy. And I think Keenan, I, there's not a lot of magic pills. I feel like there's in the NFL, like if one person comes back, uh, I feel like running backs hit that most because if you have a good running game, that kind of opens up the whole offense. But for me, I feel like as someone that like vicariously watches the chargers that having Keenan Allen back in that offense is, is going to wake that offense to a whole nother level, having his consistency and having him, uh, Manage 12 targets, 13 targets, uh, being a target hob really opens up Mike Williams. Uh, it may turn Austin Eckler into a more efficient runner, not having to rely on it, rely on him uh, being as a, a wide receiver. But I think Keenan Allen definitely is a big bright spot, not only to the Chargers offense, but to uh, Notorious's team. I feel like uh, week in, week out, he was always kind of struggling at that flex spot. Now, this week he still has Tony Pollard, and I know I'm going to get some – some Ooh. flack from this from you he still has tony pollard in the flex spot it's because Devonte smith is out uh but this is if if there is a week that i'm going to be high on tony pollard as a like startable fantasy football uh flex spot or a running back it's this week against detroit don't you think phil uh again t- uh tony pollard is getting more and more touches uh and he he's the big play uh you know, uh, running back, running back out of the two. And, you know, unless, unless, you know, by some miracle, this is, uh, this is a low scoring game. Then that means Zeke got the work high scoring game, which is generally all of Detroit's games so far, very high scoring. I see this, you know, I see Dak trying to air it out, which is a mistake. Uh, and and that means more Tony Tony P. So uh, Tony P can take it to the house uh, and at any time. So uh, I'm you know I'm definitely high on Tony P. Hit me up if you don't want him. And then and then, yeah, oh, and then that's Trey. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then uh, Keenan Allen talk about a perfect timing to come back uh, to fill in for that Devontae Adams wide receiver spot. Uh, yeah, and then. Uh, Devonte Smith, but it's okay. We, uh, no, we got where you're going. I, I mean, I, I mean, would would you rather have Keenan Allen or a Russell Gage? 
Well, no, I, I agree with you 100%. I yeah. agree with you 100%. Uh, and then I, I, I would – I'd play Pitts. Or, or it's too late, but – It's too late. It's too late, but – Would you put Pitts over, Pitts over Pollard? Ooh. No, because this is half PPR. If it was full PPR, I put Pitts over Pollard. Or okay. uh, over Pollard. Yeah, and uh, – the 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 question mark that Jake and I have, and I think it's time to almost put it to rest, is this Josh Jacobs. Uh, Josh Jacobs now coming off by. I think people forgot about how crazy dominant Josh Jacobs have been has been this season, like a resurgence year. So he walks into Houston. This oh well, he walks into Vegas. Houston walks into uh, the Death Star, and it's gonna be kind of cool to see Josh Jacobs back on the field and kind of continue to deliver on his so far RB one performance this year after so many, so many uh, owners and teams have kind of just cast him by the wayside, but uh, it's Josh Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt season. And uh, that's going to be cool to see. All right. We have the matchup here. Official boys, notorious Phil, who do you like? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the notorious. I'm going side by side by each player. I like Eckler over Kamara. Uh, I like Pierce just as much as Jacobs, Keenan uh, over DK, Godwin. Yeah, I'm just going across. The thing that stands out the most is Travis Kelsey and uh, Mahomes. That stack is lethal. Um, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, uh, let's go, official boys. Lock it in. Lock it in. I, I'm, wait, no, Phil, you did this again. You were, you were, there's a notorious official voice. You like I, I, Mahomes? I, yeah, I know. I, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. Okay. I, oh I, 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 no, I saw that Josh, uh, that notorious had Josh Allen. That's probably where he's winning all of his games and his points. Yeah. Official boys is yeah. consistent right there. Uh, so yeah, I'll take official boys. Okay. Finally, we're going to disagree. I'm, I, no, it's okay. No, what I'm saying finally is that we're going to disagree on this one. Okay. I'm going to take the notorious. I think this is the first game where Tom Brady can confidently go into a matchup and he has Chris Godwin and Mike Evans healthy. And they're walking into a Carolina team that is in an absolute fire sale that it has a coach. The players are yelling at their coaches. People are getting shipped off. If, if there's ever a get right game for Tom Brady, it's this week. And I think this week they absolutely pummel, pummel the Panthers. And I think that's going to be on the back of Tom Brady. I feel like he's going to get uh, his now fully healthy wide receivers uh, back in the game with with Godwin and Evans. I see definitely two touchdowns. I'd love to see both of them uh, snag one just to kind of re reintroduce that offense that everyone is super excited for. Tampa Bay is still one of the top teams in this league. Even though they've been struggling on offense, they're still a team that they're going to be knocking on a uh, – uh, uh, championship uh, Super Bowl aspirations. I think this is the week they get it right. And I don't think, as much as I think Mahomes is going to outpace Brady, I think that this week uh, Tom's going to is going to push for it. And I think, and I think Chargers. Uh, I think that Chargers game is going to be close, but I think it's going to be high scoring. Uh, I'm going to take the notorious here. So we didn't we didn't decide match of the week, but since Phil's step. Uh, Stepping in for Baki here. We're just going to make this the matchup of the week. LA Bash Bros, 3-3, three and three going against the Ghost Forte, 3-3. Three and three. Fourth and fifth, 
Winner leapfrogs the other one and kind of gets some separation. Let's go over let's go over your team, Phil. Because we were talking before we started the recording on how much of cake matchups you have in terms of your guys playing against just horrible defense. We talked about it with some of the other matchups, Kenny Pickett's matchup against Miami. Miami is 32 second place or last place in terms of uh, pretty much they give up the most points to the quarterback. So Kenny Pickett, this would be a good matchup for him. It'd be exciting because Miami's defense really blitzes the ball. We'll see how Kenny Pickett can react to that. I feel like uh, it's going to be up to his wide receivers, especially George Pickens, to be able to separate and kind of get Kenny some time to throw the ball to him. I think that's a juicy matchup. I, I, I disagree not playing Tua here. But you're you're the manager. You do what you want. Saquon Barkley, how great has it been for you, Phil, as an owner of Saquon Barkley, to watch that revival tour? Uh, honestly, I I thought I he was going to be my pick for the for the second for the second uh what was the second round of the draft. He was going to be my second pick. Yeah, I was going to go double RB, but Diggs was there, and I was like, you were there. I was smiling ear to ear. And it, so I'm yeah. like, I can't pass this up. And I digs, and then third round, he's still sitting there. I get everyone's worried about injury, but I mean, McCaffrey has that injury problems and everything like that. I'm, you know, not, you know, I don't believe in jinxes, but uh, Saquon Barkley. You believe in curses, though, not jinxes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Saquon, Saquon, uh, he, he's a t- he's a tough guy, and uh, yeah, I got him in the third round, so he's what run, RB two, three, something he's like gotta that. He's got to be top five, yeah, top five at least, yeah, top five in the third round. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I mean, today uh, or th- this this week is going to be interesting for me. I kind of get to see what my bench looks like. Uh, in action, uh, pretty much my entire bench. Um, yeah, and and you said you said Tua, I'm picking pick it over Tua. Yes, I know Tua has more weapons. Yes, I know, but you know what? I started him. Tw- I started him three times, and he got concussed twice. Um, I don't want to hurt him anymore. Um, Pickens. I started it and, you know, he got concussed and, you know, if he gets another concussion, then it's even Stevens. And then we go back to Tua. And I, yeah, so, I, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I also I'm two and zero with Pickett too, as well. Yeah. You, I don't believe in momentum in fantasy football, but at, in this case, you going two and zero with Kenny Pickett. And, um, I think, I think we all appreciate you not killing, to anymore i don't want to watch that gruesome injury i don't want to watch that anymore but you mentioned this is a bench game for you you got a lot of guys out there you got a lot of guys on by this week uh i'm not going to obviously assess your team because uh to the fullest effect you don't have a defense yet but it will be interesting prior to sunday what you decide to do in terms of drop so you can pay, uh, play defense or i've seen i've seen leagues and i've seen matchups where owners uh maybe just don't pick up a, don't pick up a defense or don't pick up a kicker that will be interesting to see. We'll find we'll find that out in the coming days uh, leading up to Sunday. Let's uh, – LA Bash Bros, he's not here. Justin Herbert, if Keenan Allen's playing, like it looks like he's all playing, this is going to be a good matchup. This is going to be a high-scoring matchup. I think it's going to be a close matchup. I think they're going to be firing on both ends. Uh, this will be. A, I feel like this will be a good game for Justin Herbert. 
running backs. Jeff Wilson on that flex spot with with the uh, with Chris McCaffrey coming back. Points are uh, all signs look like he may be playing. Still uncertain. We got uh, the next couple days to figure out. But Jeff Wilson taking a big hit off his uh, off kind of that depth that Jake had with his team. He pretty much essentially just lost Jeff Wilson and the why am I blanking on his name? Elijah Mitchell, who's on IR. So that's going to be a, a kind of a big blow. But he's got Kareem. He's got uh, Dur- I think he traded Darrell Henderson, but he's got Kareem. He's got DeAndre Swift with that trade coming in. I like his running back core uh, with Raheem Mostert, DeAndre Swift. Kind of feels like he's piecemealed that together. But uh, with DeAndre Hopkins first came back, getting those 10 catches, 100 yards, I don't see a lot of holes, but I see a lot of question marks with Jake's team. I think primarily with, if I'm looking at Cortland Sutton as a number one wide receiver, I mean, he's got Cooper Cup on by, but I feel like him and I were both really high on Cortland Sutton as being a number one wide receiver. But I think he's got he's got plenty of options at wide receiver. I worry about Cortland Sutton. And, yeah, just the Jeff Wilson and kind of Raheem Mostert, uh, who's going to be his number two with DeAndre Swift with Kareem Hunt not picking up. But so what do you think? What do you think about his team? Uh I can't see like uh we, we said uh, prior to this uh I can't see the the question questionable doubts or whatever but look from what I heard um and speaking out of ignorance again Justin Herbert is somewhat hurt uh Raheem Mostert is uh, is is banged up correct me if I'm wrong DeAndre Swift uh, is making his returns. Um, Correct. He's coming back from injury. Jeff. Yeah, he is. He is questionable, but all signs point that he's going to be playing this week. If McCaffrey plays, Jeff Wilson is gone completely. Um, so I, th- I think it comes down to the the coaches do they, and their, their judgment call as far as who's good to go and who's not good to go who how many snaps is swift going to be on a snap count um because mm-hmm. jamal williams has, has been doing fine in his place uh so yeah and and looking at his bench it looks like he's got no other options other than to start those yeah. guys uh you, you you touched on sutton again denver run away just run away um he picked up terry mclaurin pretty much for free um i yeah, I'm not going to get into it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the the commies are going to be are going to be uh are going to be playing from behind the entire game. Um, I think because Green Bay is going to go off to a good start, like I said earlier in the podcast. Uh, so maybe Terry McLaurin instead of Sutton in there. Uh, projection wise, it's it's what two points of a projection yeah. hit. Uh, I just. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, there's and, a lot and, of there's. And, 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 and I, I just real quick, uh, Jake has this tendency, and you know, so, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I mean, it worked one time, um, but uh, he has this tendency of picking up troublemakers that find themselves out of the league as free agents. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't remember remember, remember uh, just just a couple of years ago, and then like four years prior to that, 
He had uh, I from what's his name from the Browns, uh, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. He would stash Josh Gordon the entire season, and you know what? I think Josh Gordon might have been his curse. Um, but oh, you love yeah. curses, Phil. Well, I'm just you know I, I'm I'm just I'm just saying you know he's picked up Odell, and usually he's whoa. There's nothing wrong with Odell. No, no. I'm just I'm just saying he's a free agent. So he's not playing. Mm-hmm. He's a troublemaker yeah. off the field. We can agree on that. Uh, I don't know about that, but okay. Earlier in his career, he was a troublemaker. I know because he, he's in the Giants in my division. I know. Um, okay. And you know, you know what? It, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that's the best thing to do to bring the curse back. Um, I'm trying to shake one off. So far, I have been able to, uh, but this week I am just—I am empty. I'm to, I'm 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 reaching for the I'm I'm playing scraps. Um, I got pretty much all my guys out on buy. This is my one week uh, where I get hit. So Jake, uh, if you don't win this, <laughs> oh boy, uh, yeah, and. Uh, you, uh, we mentioned uh, Damian Harris possibly coming back, and uh, yeah. if that's going to eat into Ramondre Stevenson's workload, uh, if Harris comes back, he's going to be on a he's going to be on a snap count, and yeah. I think Stevenson has already established himself as a potential RB one. Although we do know Belichick do, does like to rotate his uh, running yeah. backs. Um, uh, I believe I think Stevenson is the new James White. He catches he catches the passes, and Damian Harris, yeah. you know, just you know, on the one, he's the, the Legarrette Blunt. Yeah, he 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 runs, he stops at the one, and then he just falls forward, uh, and he and he's in. Uh, so can Stevenson break one off for a touchdown? Uh, yeah. Can he get yards? Yeah. Can he get catches? Yeah. Can he get in the end zone? Yeah. But uh, Harris coming back would definitely take a, a slight, not 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 too much of it because I think Stevenson's already established himself. Okay, um, so you need to figure out your defense. But once you get your defense plugged in, Phil, I'm going to take you this week. I think your matchups are just better than Jake. Whoa, I, 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 I agree with really? you. I agree with you. You're playing scrap. You're playing scraps on your team right now. I don't love AJ Dillon. Really, like, uh, but I know that game's gonna be a blowout. I think this will be a game where he can kind of be. Gar- an it's RB2. gonna be garbage yards, man. I know. I I think he'll be an RB two. I think he'll step up. I'm I'm I'm. There's there's just a lot of question marks. I, I have he, questions about yeah. DeAndre Swift. Can you let me finish my yeah, analysis? Yeah, go, go, yeah, go, go ahead. <laughs> and then I, I have questions a, on. I took offense to something you said earlier today. Uh, earlier, so I, okay. I won't just get in on that. Go ahead. Okay, DeAndre Swift. I have questions about that. I have questions about Jeff Wilson, uh, but those are two pretty big question marks. Where I don't, I could see a world. I could see a world where Jeff Wilson is at five points and Swift not breaking ten. But I also see a world where AJ Dillon is kind of getting that 15, 15 point outing. I see there's gonna be plenty of touchdowns for uh, the Cowboys. I see. Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz being involved. I see a lot of touchdown potential with your team. And I think Kenny Pickett is I think Kenny Pickett's gonna be good this week. I've been dogging him the last two weeks. 
uh, rightfully so. He had two horrible matchups. <clears throat> he kind of delivered on one last week, but I think this is a his first kind of manageable matchup where I think that he can produce as a pretty good quarterback option. So I'm taking your team. Yeah, and uh, just uh, earlier you, uh, you mentioned someone might might have had the best uh, running back duo. I don't know if you uh, if you were just, if you were speaking about this week, but I. Personally, I think Saquon and Dalvin is pretty is is there. I'm, but mm-hmm. I could I could yeah. be uh could be you wrong. could be talked off that. I could I, I no I could be I am not gonna I'm not gonna be talked off that. Uh, okay. Although I kind of forgot. But well, real real quick, uh, Herbert or Pickens, who wins? Uh, Herbert. Okay, I'll still take Herbert. Well, let's just go across. Uh, Mostert or Barkley. Uh, Barkley. Swift or Dylan? Dylan. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sutton or uh, Higgins? Higgins. Okay. Hopkins has 15. Do you think Mal- Ma- Gallup reaches that? Mm, or close? No, I'll take Hopkins. Okay. I'll take Hopkins. Andrews or Schultz? Andrews. Wilson or Stevenson? Stevenson. And okay. we don't need to do defense. We don't need to do the other two. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And and you know you know you you, you kind of dogged on on Pickett and his lack lack of output. Please don't dog on someone who got knocked out. That's really not uh, a real sportsmanlike thing. No, to I'm do. not. But anybody not out about that? Anybody I'm, out there? If you, I was, if you want a quarterback knocked out to benefit your team, go ahead and send them my way. You know, if 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 you don't like the Packers, or or you know or no, because Nick, Nick wants Nick would Nick would yeah Nick that. values him as digs. But uh, you know, if you, if you don't like a certain team and you want their quarterback to go out, send him my way. I'll start him. They'll, they'll get knocked out of the game. So um, Pickett though, I think has that special glow that he he's not gonna get knocked out of the game. All right, you heard it here first. We're both taking. Uh, Phil's going to be taking LA Bash Pros. I'm taking Gusto Forte. <laughs> uh, let, 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 let's, go, let's go with uh, the Ghost of Forte. Let's go with that. Phil, you already, did your, you already did your guess. Oh, I did? Yeah. Who did I pick? You picked Jake. Oh. Well, I'm, I switched in my mind now. Oh, okay. My mind. All right. Just just because okay. just because of the the question marks, like you said, with with Mostert and Swift. But okay, uh, yeah. For the final here, yes, we're both taking Ghost of Forte. Yes, I have confidence in my team. So normally this section of the podcast is we do Baki's bets, but Baki's not here, so Phil and I are going to take our crack at it because I believe Jake was two and one last week. I don't keep track. We've already learned these past couple episodes. I don't. I'm was in charge of like keeping track of how everything goes in terms of matchups or betting, but I don't do a good job at that. So uh, I don't know how he did, but Phil and I are going to go uh, 2-0 this week. We're all, Phil's going to take a bet, uh, a line. I'm going to take another line, and we're going to try our best to do some gambling analysis, but none of us really know, so let's just try it out. Phil, who do you like this week? I like, if you've been listening to the podcast at all uh, this week, I like AJ, or not AJ, oh yeah, AJ Dillon. Uh, I, I like Green Bay over Washington. Well, I, 
I don't even know I don't know Washington, Washington's quarterback. Um and he's in the in my, in my boys division. But Green Bay is this is where I mean if you want to consider bounce back, I mean they're playing tomato can. Uh and it's gonna be a blow out. Lock it in. Empty the bank on this. Parlay it with Sugar Sean O'Malley. Oh no. Well, okay, so Packers in this game are gonna be uh they're minus four and a half. And by reference here, Phil's referencing Sugar Sean O'Malley, who's gonna be fighting tomorrow, Saturday. Uh Peter, I can't even say his name. Peter Yon. Peter Yon. Heavy underdog. Peter, well, that's not how you actually say his name. He is that's how I say it. It's a different way. Okay, that's how Phil says. So Phil's going to take Packers minus four and a half. He expects a big blowout. He thinks Aaron Rodgers is going to bounce back. That Green Bay offense is going to uh, take over the uh, Commanders. My pick this week, Phil's not a heavy underdog there, but or heavy uh, favorite, but I'm going to take an underdog here. I'm going to take it straight up, money line. I like... The G-Men, New York Giants, on the road against Jacksonville. Now, they're getting the – Giants are getting plus three. They're getting three points. Money line is plus 135. The Giants are the most fraud 5-1 and one team in the NFL. I know it. You know it. We all know it. They are not a good 5-1 and one team. But there has been some hiccups with this Jacksonville Jaguars uh, – team in general one week they have an amazing offense like they did last week uh, other weeks they can't move the ball I I don't see a world where Jags should be favored in this game I would see this game more as a pick em, if anything I uh, Daniel Jones has been he has definitely taken a step in the right direction this season with the uh, new coach with the uh, day ball Saquon Barkley's back so in, a, in an offensive scheme offensively wise they're going to be good uh wandell robinson their hot rookie is now healthy man if they can get uh Kadarius tony back that offensive uh wide receiver core would be nasty but with wandell rob uh wandell robinson i think that's his name now that i said that marty blanket but with wandell back saquon uh playing the way he is daniel jones being a little bit more uh cautious with the football offensively i think they'll be there defensively They've been like sneaky good on defense. Their pass rush has been pretty good. They've been getting to the quarterback. We've seen it. Uh, we, we saw it in London against uh, the Packers. They got a good defense. I just, I'm not, I'm not uh, completely sold on the Giants as a team this year. But I, I'm not sold on the idea that the Jags should be favored in this game. So I feel like there's definitely value in the money line. So uh, wrapping it up. Phil's taking Packers, minus four and a half. You can take that as is, or you can uh, parlay that with Sugar Sean O'Malley, which is going to be a huge favorite this Saturday. And I'm going to be taking the New York Giants money line over the Jags. No. Uh, Peter Yon or uh, Sugar Sean? Oh, me personally? Yeah. I'm taking Yon, oh. 100%. Okay. You're just, we're going to have to find out Saturday. I, I just want it on record. Okay, we got it on record. 